focusing on an emerging generation of kings. John, John chapter 18. The first day I, I saw this passage, I was like, whoa, this is what Jesus is saying about himself. This is what Jesus is saying. From verse 28 this time. Then they led Jesus from Cephas to the Praetorium. So they led him from the court of the Jews to the court of the Romans or to the place of judgment of political and civil affairs. So the judgment of Jesus, the Jews were against him. They were incensed against, against him for different reasons. Number one, they were envious of his clout and his power and his influence on the culture and the fact that he was a massive table shaker. He shook so many tables, he shook fiscal tables. Remember that he turned the tables upside down in the temple. And he was redefining everything. He was saying things like Sabbath was, not, I mean, man was not made for Sabbath. Sabbath was made for the man. He was saying things like Abraham said, or Moses said, but I say unto you. In other words, he was saying, I am bigger than the law. He was redefining everything they had spent years and centuries believing, absorbing, working with. He came as a radical revolutionary, but he wasn't just doing it um, the way other people had done, tried to do it before. He was morally blameless. His character was flawless. So he had the moral right. He had the spiritual audacity. He had the political will. He had the emotional capacity. He was beating them in every way. And so they were incensed against him. But the only logical thing that they brought against him was that he claimed to be God. Because when you say I am a son of God, what you are saying is that at the core of who I am, my nature, my DNA carries God's nature, God's identity, which was very blasphemous to the Jews. So that's why they, they arrested him. But eventually they pushed him to the Romans and they did not go into the praetorium, uh, this verse 28, lest they should be defiled, but, they, but that they might eat the Passover. Pilate then went out to them and said, what accusation do you bring against this man? Verse 30, they answered and said to him, if he were not an evildoer, we would not have delivered him up to you. Then Pilate said to him, you take him because he's a Jew, right? Is Jesus Jewish? Talk to me, somebody. It says, because he's Jew, right? You take him and judge him according to to your law. Therefore the Jews said to him, it is not lawful for us to put anyone to death. That the saying, can you see how they are changing mouth now? That the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled which is spoke signifying by what death he will die. Then Pilate entered the praetorium again, called Jesus and said to him, what's the question? Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, are you speaking for yourself about this? Or did others tell you this? Concern him because if I'm the king of the Jews, what's in concern you, Roman? Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. Now, that may seem somewhat deflective, but it's actually clarifying in that he's trying to let Pilate know that I'm not just the king of the Jews. My kingdom is superior to every civilization in this world. 
My kingdom cannot be contained to Hebrew and Greek and Aramaic and Ishakiri and Ephik and Abibu and Fufudi and Hausa. My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. So even though my kingdom is not from here, it does not mean my kingdom is not here. How many of you had a French teacher who was actually from France? Ah, by the time people were in school, their school could not afford expatriates. So it was one guy from Benin Republic. Imagine teaching French with Yoruba. You see, you see, so... Now, when you go to Walter Carrington, right, you guys know Walter Carrington. Once you enter into the U.S. Embassy, I hope you know you're no longer in Nigeria. I hope you know that. I hope you know that if you carry bomb to go and blow inside that place, you are not going to be uh, what a, granted amnesty like this government is giving bandits. I hope you know that. Is somebody here. I hope you know that you're going to face the U.S. anti-terrorism laws. Because even though it's on Nigerian soil, it's the U.S. government. So even though President Biden is not in Nigeria, he will abide in Nigeria through the U.S. laws. Are you getting this? So even though Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world, it did not mean his kingdom was not in this world. So the apostle says, we are in the world, but not of the world. We are ambassadors. It says, but now my kingdom is not from here. Verse 37, Pilate therefore said to him, are you a king then? What did Jesus say? Jesus answered, you say rightly that I am our king. Let's read together. For this cause I come, I have come into the world. Sorry, for this cause I was born. And for this cause I have come into the world that I should be a witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth. So why was Jesus born? Why was Jesus born? Kingship 2. Be a witness of the truth of his kingship. He was born as a king to manifest the kingdom. Please write this down if you did not write it down earlier. Jesus is not a religious figure. As a matter of fact, Jesus is more of a political figure than he is a religious figure. And I explained to you the politics have to do with three things. Who can remind us? Number one, power. People and places. Three P's that define a political system. So when God made man, he made man that was a person. He planted a garden that was a place. Then he gave him authority that was power. And until believers understand those three things, they will keep worshiping the person of Jesus Christ but denying the power thereof. So the faith persuasion that sees Jesus as a religious leader sequesters the tokens of faith within the four walls of a church. But when you see him as a king, then you don't have a church mind and club mind. 
Oh, come on, somebody now. Uh huh. Uh huh. I say I'm the black sheep of God's family. I have spiritual schizophrenia. He is king here, and he is king over there. Somebody say, I believe that. It's important for us to rediscover this revelation. Otherwise, we are going to be a bunch of religious fanatics who get high on the smoke of worship but cannot represent anything that has to do with the kingdom. In Matthew 6, when disciples ask them, teach us to pray, how does it teach them to pray? Say, is that when you pray, say, our who? Father. We spoke about sonship, right? In Matthew 16. What in heaven, hallowed be thy name. What's the next thing? Because if you understand the fatherhood of God and you don't understand the kingdom of God, your relevance will only be in the house of God. It will not be in the earth of God. Meanwhile, the Bible says the earth is the Lord's, not the church is the Lord's. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the walls, the cosmos, the cosmological constructs, what we call in our name, K-I-N-G-S, the S there, is systems, the systems of the world, the systems of the world, and all that are in it, all of them belong to God. Say, now my papa get them. Tenny Allah can afford to say my papa no be dangote, but I will say my papa pass one billion dangotes. Is your papa my papa? Oh, you guys are not answering that. Yes. Is my God your God? Yes. Is my heavenly father your father? Yes. Once you begin to understand this, you will no longer be comfortable being broke. There's something wrong with that equation. It's not adding up. Not adding up. You will have an issue with any controlling behavior because kings are not controlled by anything. They control things. The reason somebody has struggled with that habit for so long is that you are worshiping a religious Jesus. And a religious Jesus can use religious routines to manage situations. But when you start worshiping King Jesus, then you understand where the word of a king is. Power. That as easily as you believe the gospel and you were saved in one moment, translated from one kingdom to another, when Jesus says you are free from that addiction, you believe it. And you are free from it. Are you understanding this? The inner work is a lot. But once you do it, you start coasting. Is anybody ready to coast? Look at some say, I'm no more ghosting. I'm now coasting on the winds of divine revelation. So Jesus came to manifest kingdom and said, I come, I've come to be a witness. My life, the whole point of my life is to be a witness of my kingship. But my kingship is not just going to be a heavenly reality. It's going to be an earthly reality. What does that mean? That means that my kingdom is not just going to be one invisible kingdom and nobody can see. It's going to be experienced on earth. That's why when I tell him to pray to us, he said, Thy kingdom come and thy will be done where? On earth. So any walk with God that is only heavenly is a fake walk. The earth must be a witness. 
If the only time you are relevant is in the garden of the believers, you are irrelevant in the kingdom. Because the proof of salt is not how well it tastes in the shaker. Is when you are poured into hot soup, will you still retain your taste? Now share in the course of the week. If you are the salt of the earth, why you complain when you find yourself in hot soup? <laughs> if you are not inside super salt, you'll be inside dirty teeth. You can use teeth, salt to brush your teeth. Somebody shout, I'm the salt of the earth. Shout aloud, I'm the salt of the earth. Somebody shout aloud, I'm the salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. By the way, let me say thank you to everybody who sent me a congratulatory message on being one of the, being recognized. It's been one of the hundred most influential Nigerians in church. Thank you, I appreciate it. Great. But my influence in church is to help you find your influence in your field. Are you getting that? When it says you're the salt of the earth, when it says that you're the light of the world, it's a question of influence. Can I ask you a question? Is salt a religious object? I just wanted, I wanted, you, you have to get this now. In fact, how often do you find salt inside church? Please ask your sister beside you, do you have salt in your bag? In the sample, there are cereal eaters that take salt everywhere. <laughs> when they eat your food without your permission, like, ah, there's no salt there, let me. Salt, it's about influence. So when Jesus said, I was born to be a king, he's talking about salt. He says, if salt loses its savor, what's going to happen to salt? What's going to happen to salt? Tell me. He says, it's good for nothing, but what's it going to be done? What's going to be done to it? It's going to be thrown and trampled upon. Does this describe the reality of many parts of the church today? Yes! So they talk about pastors anyhow. They talk about churches anyhow. They talk, that should let you know that this salt has lost its savor. Because real salt, you treat it with care. You don't pour it anyhow. You apply it with precision, with precaution. Real salt. You are the light of the world. Who is it talking about? Shout at yourself. Are you the light of the world? Shout, I'm the light of the world. Enoch, shout, I'm the light of the world. I wanted to have a global mindset. Shout, I'm the light of the world. I am a city. I'm an infrastructural assemblage. I'm a combination of assets. I'm well designed. I'm an architectural masterpiece. I'm well laid out. My life is not an accident. I'm a city set up on a hill that cannot. Who am I talking to that is still seated? Oh, a city that is set up on a hill cannot be hidden. Do you get it? It's too late for you not to be known. I, 
I just want to do my thing in one little corner. That's the problem. You are doing your thing. But if you are doing the kingdom thing, that corner is too small. Me, I'm just, I'm just trying to manage myself. Wrong job description. You are not to manage yourself. You are to manage systems on God's behalf. And when you want to manage yourself, that's why you keep getting chicken change. Because you need only money for your survival. That's why your offering looks at you and is like, what's wrong with this one? That's why when people want to bless you, it's 5,000 naira they give you. Because your disposition, your disposition should recalibrate, oh my God. People's response, are you getting what I'm saying? When you know you are the light of the world, you carry something. You are not being moved by who recognizes you or not. Light is not light because you recognize it. Light is light even when you don't recognize it because you might be blind. Your lightness or lightity is not a function of acknowledgement. Because the Bible says he came to his own and his own knew him not. But he was the light of the world. So it's possible. So that's why, you know, when I was saying earlier, it's possible for you to be a thing and people not recognize it. And we took time in the first service to explain how people in the church are still seeing Jesus as John the Baptist. Some are still saying is Elijah. Because they're always calling down fire to burn people. Instead of fire to refine. No, because I will burn the world. The heart of the message is, is important. That's fire of revival. It's not, that does not mean you burn human beings. I'm talking about people that like to fry human souls. As Asu. I turn into Asu in the spirit. The name of Jesus. Shout, I'm a light of the, I'm the light of the world. We must move from the rabbi Jesus. Jesus was not killed because he was a rabbi. He was killed because he was a king. You get this now. So I want to give you a couple of points that speak about the kingship of Jesus. Number one, his kingship was prophesied. His kingship was prophesied. Media, are you ready with the video? Before I teach, number one, I want to show you a video. Some of you might have seen it before. It's a very powerful video by a preacher. I think his name is called uh, Reverend Lockridge or something. Very, it's, it's gone viral. But it's a very rich video. I think it has about 8 million views on, on YouTube. And you can access it. But it's a video that rep represents the nature, the kingship of Christ. It's about three minutes long or something. So as we need the volume. So as we, it's called That's My King. So as you go through it, just think about, even if you've watched it before, think about it again. And you're going to see the sevenfold dimension of the kingship of Jesus Christ and some other things about him. Do we have volume now? Right, we are the whole first service to put this together. All right, so his kingship, let me know when you're ready. His kingship was... His kingship was prophesied. Unfortunately, many people in the church 
have just somehow refused to recognize the kingship or have fallen prey to the deception of the enemy to cover up his kingship. I said to you that as long as you're speaking religion, demons are, you know, they're very happy. Because do you know the Sadducees, the Pharisees, they were more religious than you? Are you aware? But were they in the will of God? Did they oppose the will of God? So religion opposes kingdom. Even in your life, the reason the king in you has not risen is that you are so religious to yourself. So you don't operate, mayor is so good to see you, amazing vocalist, songwriter. So you don't see yourself as a king, you see yourself as a religious officer. A religious worshiper. A religious singer. Let me, let, let me show you a couple of things that might help certain people. So I'm going to use the world of music. And I've spoken to some people who are very close to me then. Musical work and all of that. And I said, one of the things I'm looking to do, except God tells me otherwise. One of the things I'm trying to, trying to get to do with my songwriting and my abilities in music is not just to write songs for you guys to be excited and, you know, anime. I want to write songs for children cartoons and Disney. You don't need to clap because religion is stopping those who are not clapping. Yes. It's stopping them. Because there are a couple of my songs that people, some spontaneous, some people will be like, my children have listened to this song 30 times. Grace is my children's favorite song. Now, the love lit, lit, lit my life, but I asked Renault to this, Grace said, so which one do you prefer? Um, Grace. And, and sometimes I just compose random songs for them and all of that. Children are vibing. Now, a religious mind will not think like that. And because it will not think like that, that religious mind will keep writing songs only, purely, con consistently for worship only. And that religious mind will keep trying to raise money for an album that's going to cost you, a good album is going to cost you between three and six million now. Right. A full 10 to 12 tracks. Oh, you didn't know that. So you will just download and be pirating. You will know. Oh, yeah. I can tell you I've spent about five million on the songs and the videos that are out about that. It's, a, it's an investor. It can't be hobby, you know. You think it's hobby. It's hobby. You think people think it's people just download it. Grace, ask John. It's because, you know, John produces his own songs himself. So he saves, where's John? So he saves. But John, if we were to produce those four songs, you have about four songs now. Studio time, mixing, mastering, writing. We don't pay ourselves for writing, but you should pay, you should pay yourself for writing. Right. How much do you think a track would have cost you? For the four. You're right. So I've worked on about 10 songs. Well, the three, we did three together. And that whole day cost more than seven figures. Are you understanding that? Oh, wow. I just came to dance. <laughs> I'm trying to show you something. So in your mind, don't think that I'm not thinking about the economic parameters. I'm thinking about the ministry parameters, definitely. But let me tell you something. If you go by religion alone, you will end up being too poor to experience the kingdom. Because religion is always too broke to finance the kingdom agenda. It is kings that fund kingdoms. This is the reason when Jesus was born, it was not priests that brought gold, myrrh, and frankincense. 
wise men, kings in business from the east. Because religious people can never fund kingdom projects. If you don't, if you, if you don't believe, check your religious offerings. Oh yeah, those of you are religious. And how do you know you're religious? You give only offering. Oh my God. You don't give to capital projects. You don't take up responsibility. You don't go above what is required. You are in religion. You know, as I told you this series is hot. Look at somebody say, I think he's talking about us now. <laughs> give me some. Why are you being religious? Give me some. Why I drop points? Are you understanding what I'm saying? In the adult life of Jesus, who funded it? Not the religious people. Luke chapter 8. Those women, one of them was working in the palace. So one of the reasons the church... Watch this now. Interestingly... Oh, can I... Should I touch this one? Should I touch this one? Oh, God. <laughs> With all due respect and honor in my heart, many churches, many... Not too many, but some churches have a lot of resources and wealth and supply. But the people in those churches, many of them are poor. Because the pastor is operating the kingdom. And many of those churches, the biggest wealth of those churches don't come from inside the church. Oh my God. They come from people who may not even be believers. I just like the man of God or like the work of God. That's why when people are saying things like pastors are using church money, that's a poverty mindset because if we were to see the books of many churches, you will know that the pastor is the biggest giver in, in those churches. But religion will paint it the other way around and say, it's because of this, because of this. Somebody say fire-born religion. Did I not say you should not call fire? Call fire on religion. <laughs> say to yourself, in my life, fire born religion. It's a king. It's a king. Kingdoms are resourced by kings. And until in your personal life, you make the shift from being a religious officer to being a king, you'll keep struggling financially. <laughs> you will keep struggling because the earth is made up of kingdoms. There is something called the Marin Kingdom. What do you have there? What do you have there? water and fish and things wealth in the sea you have the agrarian kingdom what do you have there what do you have there livestock avian kingdom livestock agrarian kingdom food crops and all of that the astrological kingdom stars when god made man did he make him above all the things he has made or not we saw that in immersion. In other words, God set man as a king above all the kingdoms. This is the reason Jesus demonstrated capacity over every kingdom as a man. 
He walked on water. He was not just a miracle. He was the demonstration of a superior kingdom on the Marin kingdom. Every epoch-making leader in the Bible conquered the Marin kingdom, conquered the agrarian kingdom, conquered the fish kingdom. He multiplied bread and fish. Peter told on I call nothing. He said, throw it here. Does it mean Peter had not tried before? He had tried. He had told all night. But when the king of the kingdom comes with his word of power, the fish will be like, this sounds like the voice that my great-grandparents, great-grandparents said created us. If you're dealing with poverty, it's likely because you don't understand the kingdom. Because the king is rich enough to take care of all of his citizens. And the welfare of the citizen reflects on the competence of the king. So either you are not a citizen, you don't know you are a citizen, or you don't know how to operate your citizenship. I know it sounds harsh, but I've been living this intentionally for since 2010. And I'm alarmed that there are many believers that don't understand it he says except a man but born again he cannot see the kingdom of God so watch this it means that being born again was not an end in itself but being born again is so that my eyes can be open to see what I was born again for born again BA is like a certificate of aliveness in the spirit so you are alive for what to be a witness to the kingdom life. When you receive a BA in a proper country. Oh yeah. Receive a BA in a proper country. There is already work waiting for you. So the BA is just to ratify a set of skills which we can validate in your life, in Nigeria, because we're not operating the kingdom, you get BA, you get MA, you will say Kile. As what is this? Because after you've gotten that first class, you're about to enter another class. Your work has just started. <laughs> but in a proper space, work is already waiting for you. And so the qualification gives you access into the work. That is how the kingdom of God is. He says that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus, that we might do the works that he has prepared for us to do. Are we here now? Do we have the visuals and the audio? Working? All right, so please pay attention to this. Let's say the kingship of Jesus and then touch on some very important things. The volume is low. Please start again. Please start again.
The Bible says my king is the king of the Jews. He's the king of Israel. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of the ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. I wonder do you know him? My king is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's imperially powerful. He's impartially merciful. Do you know him? He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He is the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the fundamental doctrine of truth theology. He's the only one qualified to be an all-sufficient savior. I wonder if you know him today. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleans the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captives. He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent. And he purifies the meek. I wonder if you know him. He's a key to knowledge. He's a wellspring of wisdom. He's a doorway of deliverance. He's a pathway of peace. He's a roadway of righteousness. He's a highway of holiness. Think about his life. 
That's important. Number one, he prophesied his kingship. His kingship was prophesied. This is not something that happened. People are like, okay, yeah. so he eventually turned out to be king. No, it was a deliberate thing. It's an eternal plan. It's an eternal ordination. And Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 to 7, most of us, we quote that as a Bible story. Isaiah chapter 9, 6 to 7. We just think, oh, oh, you know, Christmas story. For unto us a child is what? Born and a son is given. And the government, what's the other word for government? What's the other word for government? Kingdom. Is government a religious word? Talk to me. Do you see the temple on his shoulder? Is that what you see? Government. Political. Political. Government. Government. The Bible says the Lord, he is king. He is lawgiver. He is George. I believe that's Isaiah 33 verse 22. The Lord, he is what? King, he is lawgiver and he is George. The three arms of democratic government. King, executive, lawgiver, legislature, George, judiciary. God is king, the father. Judiciary, your advocate is Jesus. From you, the law will proceed until Shiloh come. We read in the first service. He said, upon this rock, I will build my legislative assembly. The lawmakers, the people who determine what happens in community. Not what happens in your department. By the way, if you're rebellious in your department, you are irrelevant largely in what God wants to do. Do you know why? Because God doesn't build kingship on rebellion. So you be like, I'm just disobedient a little bit. You are a lot of course. Are you getting it? It says upon, yeah, take me back. Upon his shoulder, there shall be government. And what's going to happen? And his name shall be, media, I need it faster, is he in 9 6? And his name shall be what? Wonderful. <laughs> Counselor. El Gibor, mighty God. Can I ask you a question? Who is it describing here? Unto us a child is born and a As you start the kingdom, I want to challenge you. Almost every place you're going to find the kingdom, you're going to find family or redemption before kingdom. Our Father that's in heaven, pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Who has redeemed us and translated us into the kingdom. Are you seeing this? Because God wants you to know it's a family kingdom. The prerequisite is for you to be born into the family. You, you get it? Here again. Unto us a child is born, son is given. Come shall be upon his shoulder. And his name will be wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father. Can I ask you a question? How can the child be a son, be the father? 
ministry of godliness because the father stepped out of himself as a son and planted himself in the belly of a woman as a child because the kingdom is always coded. Oh, some of y'all are not ready for this right now. So when you want to manifest the kingdom, it does not start as a father, it starts as a child. If I can't trust you with the baby idea, I can't trust you with the revealed empire. So some of you are bored, bored about the idea. You're not ready. Oh, if you can say amen, say ouch. Don't be quiet like a religious figure. I said don't be quiet like a religious. His name will be called wonderful, counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Look at the next verse in case you missed it. And of the increase of his government but the difference between his own government and the governments of the world is that the governments of the world as the governments become more powerful the peace of the citizens, citizens reduce as the president becomes bigger dictatorial causing the peace of the people is becoming slimmer but it's saying that this kingdom is not a lopsided kingdom as the government is increasing, what's happening? The peace is increasing. And it says righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. This is the kingdom of God. So if your peace is absent or you're not feeling peace, you are not operating the kingdom. Oh, I'm not getting the amens now. This is a very blunt series. Very, very blunt. Is it that you are operating the kingdom or you're not? Can I go on? Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the what? The throne. Do priests sit on thrones? Do rabbis sit on thrones? Who sits on thrones? That's it! But we just see it as nativity scripture. Scripture reading. Christmas service. Today's scriptural reading will come from Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. Now unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and his name shall be Wonderful, Counselor, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, and <laughs> King, King upon the throne of David, and over his kingdom, what is he going to do? He's going to order it and establish it with what? Two things you need. Judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. So this kingdom, there's no coup that can throw him down. Even Lucifer did not try to replace God. He just wanted to be as high. Go and check it. I will be like the most high. He didn't say I will be instead. Because even in his stupidity, he knew nobody can overthrow God. But God said, I am the Lord and... Besides me, there is no other. I'm infinitely high. I'm indescribably big. I'm endlessly massive. I'm too much. I spill over. When you go for the dawn, you're going to see righteousness there. 
And you go and say the case for our own righteousness. So it's a government or the prophecy of Jesus was a prophecy of a coming king. Isaiah chapter 11, 1 to 2. Isaiah 11, 1 to 2. The Bible says, there shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse and a branch, a branch shall grow out of its roots. What's going to happen? The spirit of wisdom and understanding, spirit of counsel and mind, spirit of knowledge, and of the fear of the Lord. So this is a prophecy about the branch. The prophecy about the kingdom was in Isaiah chapter 6, right? And Isaiah 11 is talking about the branch. What is a branch? An extension. That which carries the fruits that the tree intended. Are you seeing what I'm saying? So Jesus is the branch, the extension. How many of you know that the branch of a tree can spill over into a compound where the tree is not planted? So Jesus is the branch that extends from the divine realm into the human realm. And so when he explains in John chapter 15, I am divine and you are the what? He's saying as I express God, you express me. You are the branches. Oh, I must, I must be preaching so good because this is my brother here. He just clapped for the first time I could notice. That's like, wow, pastor preached. My amazing, great. Fumi, is that Fumi's brother? Is that your brother? Okay, is your name Femi? What? <laughs> What's your name? Shei. Ah, You see that? So it is not a religious thing. It's a kingdom thing. But the prophecy about the branch does not end there. Go to Zechariah. Um, go to Jeremiah 23, 5 and 6. Jeremiah 23, 5 and 6. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will raise to who? David, what? A branch of righteousness. This branch is also a king. A king shall do what? Rain and do you see that your prosperity is connected to kingship? Do you see? A priest can be broke, but a poor king is an oxymoron. They don't go together because a king is so powerful that his power attracts presence from people. Apart from the fact that he takes responsibility and takes care of territories, environments, spaces. And technically, a king owns the field. <laughs> How many of you know the Queen of England owns the land, all the land? England, English land is owned by the Queen of England. It's not just name. That's why the royal family, they are made Prince of Sussex, Duchess of Kent. Are you understand? Even if you feel like I can't. They own the land. How many of you know Lagos State government owns your land? Including your family land. You are allowed to own it for 99 years. The 100th year, you have to reclaim. Are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, you guys didn't know. I finally bought land in Ekbe. It's good for you. Please do it by all means. Stand somewhere and grow and build, right? But understand systems a king shall reign and prosper somebody say that's Jesus say I reign like Jesus I reign with Jesus so many people they operate even their finances from a priestly perspective 
And operating your finances from a priestly perspective will only give you crumbs from the bread of life. You operate your finances from a kingship perspective. In other words, you're a king priest, which means everything you get through your kingship still belongs to God. And that's where the percentage giving comes. That's where the regular giving, that's where sacrificial giving comes. But what gives you the big access is king. When the three wise men, we're not told they are three. When the wise men came to honor Jesus, they didn't come to give gifts to a priest. They came to give gifts to a king. When they took his robe, the one that had no seams, right? When he was crucified, they were taking the robes of a king. Because nobody uses the robes of priests. Do you understand? Why are you going to use the robe of a priest? Are you going to the tabernacle or the temple? Are you going to sell it? Stolen clothes. But a king, you can. When they looted Egypt, they didn't go and steal from the Egyptian priests. Said, take the gold, the silver, the precious things. Take that. But the church has mastered the art of religious worship. But when it comes to business and influence in the culture, everybody's shy. Why are you shy? Was Jesus shy when he said to Peter, give me your boat? Was he shy when he told Peter, go and lose a donkey or the disciple? Are you seeing what Jesus did? Go and lose a donkey. Let me ride on this one. He said, if anybody asks you, what are you doing? Tell them, the master needs it. The Lord needs it. The real owner, we have come. Verse 6, what does it say in verse 6? In his days, what will happen? Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell safely. Now this is his name by which he will be called. What's his name? What's his name? Isn't this what we say? God, you are my righteousness. God, you are my this. God, you are my sanctifier. But what prefaced that? A king on a throne. So that he gives you his righteousness and by access to his righteousness, you are qualified to sit on the throne with him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Oh, come on, somebody manifest more energy like you're a king and not a religious person. Shout, I'm a king. The Lord, our righteousness. In case you think, well, Jeremiah was just a little funny. This was hundreds of years before Jesus was born. So if you're shouting, God is my righteousness, it's not a new revelation. Jeremiah had it. Are you getting what I'm saying? What you should be studying was the implication of the Lord being my righteousness. How does that manifest in my daily life right now? Why didn't he take me to heaven immediately? I absorbed or received his nature of righteousness. Why am I still on earth? Please go to Zechariah. Zechariah chapter 6, 12 and 13. Somebody, don't forget, is a branch. We've seen the branch in Isaiah. We saw the branch in Isaiah 11, right? Did we see him as the branch in Isaiah 11? Did we see him as a branch in Jeremiah 23? In Zechariah 6, 12 to 13. Are we seeing him as the branch again? Are we seeing him as the branch again? Yeah. Kenneth, I can't see your lips moving. 
Lulu, I can see your lips. Are you seeing him as the branch again? Then speaks to him saying, thus says the Lord of hosts saying, behold, the man, capital M. One day I will explain the mystery of the man Jesus because how many of you know that Jesus is still a man right now? <laughs> if you understand the implications of salvation and the fusion and what marriage means, you no longer see Christianity or what we do being believers as a religious thing is not. It's a marriage. Man and God, they became one. Like I told you last week, if somebody said, which one should I take, your body or your head? Does anybody have the answer to that? You can't take one. So we are joined to Jesus Christ. Jesus is completely man and completely God. Not just was. Is in the book of Timothy, we see that here. It's a behold the man whose name is what? Whose name is what? So, what's the prophetic name of Jesus? What's the name is there? What's the name of God? According to Psalm 68, what's the name of God? Yah. We read it, says the solitary in families. It's written upon the wings of the winds by his name. Yah, the name of the father is Yah. The name of the son is branch of Yah. He branches the Yah life into manifestation. And what you see with a branch is a branch can enter into places the tree has not stepped into. And a branch carries the fruits of the tree by virtue of the flutes. Of the fluids inside the tree and the branch. Are you following? So the father is the tree. The son is the branch. And you are the fruit. What's the fluid in the father that is in the son? The spirit. Ooh, am I going too deep? Uh, drink water, drink water. Who wants to drink water? Who's the tree? Who's the tree? The father. Who's the branch? Who's the fruit? What is that thing that flows in the tree and the branch and the fruit? The spirit. The spirit is of the father. The spirit of the, is of the son. The spirit is in you. So Jesus, Jesus' name is not Femi, but is the branch. Some of y'all will get it later. He said, this man is a branch. Do men have branches or is it true that have branches? Trees have branches, but this man is a branch of the tree because he has come with a new family tree. Don't sleep. If everybody stands, some of you are overwhelmed by revelation. Start! Shabalaka. Pray in the Holy Ghost for 30 seconds. Warm your spirit up a little bit. Where's my keyboard? It's come, somebody give me. King with a new family tree. Bareko Sopaka. Joblatovriskaba. Pray intensely. Pray intensely. Don't get overwhelmed. Zoblekevalo Brokopolia to Brahataba. He is the branch. He said. 
My father is the vine, ye are the branches. Why? You are the branches because I'm a branch of the father and I came to show you how much of a branch you are. Can you drive it one more minute? Make it loud and strong. Push yourself a little bit. You know you can do this. You did four hours at immersion. Do the next 40 seconds. Push. Open our eyes to see this revelation of the branch. Once you see this, if poverty doesn't flow in God, it can't flow in you. Once you see this, if sickness doesn't flow in God, it can't flow in you. Religion will explain it away, but kingdom will explain you out of it. Will elevate you out of it. It may take time. You may have some disappointments, but the kingdom is real. The kingdom is real. The kingdom is real. The kingdom is real. And you need understanding. Fifteen more seconds. Bletus Prakatovli is the Bratus. Shopli Gatovri is the Gapala. Endobroscopalia. Ovlis Gatosi Adabati. Repatatabaskelevoda. In Jesus' name we have prayed. How many go to seven people tell them, Hello, branch. Hello, branch. Hello, branch. Hello, branch. Branch Busayo. Branch Tolu. Branch Shell, Branch Fatima, Branch Alayade, Branch B. Now look for seven more people. Tell them, Hello, King. King Roseman, King Victor, King Michael, King Tombs, King Solomon. Somebody shout here! Somebody shout here! Somebody say I'm a branch. Say I'm an extension. The tree faces upwards, but the branches face different directions. So we're not all called to branch out the same dimension of God. You're a branch. There is something in God he wants to reveal to the world. But you can't be a religious branch of a kingdom tree. Some of you are not getting that right now. Because a religious branch of a kingdom tree will bring forth no, no fruit. And therefore it's going to be cut off. This is the reason a lot of the church has wasted time playing politics inside church. People want to become pastors or head of department, scheming, manipulating. The person who fights for seats in church has lost his throne in the world. That's why you're fighting. That's why you look at me as your pastor. My survival is not hooked on your acknowledgement of me. My relevance is beyond. Are you understanding that? It's beyond these four walls. I preach to more people outside of these four walls than here. Because I've found my throne. And it's to raise kings. And even though if carnal expression of that kingship is a local assembly, the kings I'm raising are beyond here. Do you understand what I'm saying? It said, the man whose name is the branch, from his place, he shall... 
Because you can be called something and not express it. He said it's called the branch, but he now expresses what it's called. Are you getting it? From his place. Look at somebody say you have your place. When you look at a tree, do you see two branches fighting for the same spot on the stem? From his place. I'm already teaching next week's message, which is King I Am. From his place, nobody can create like you can create. Nobody can crack dry jokes like you can crack dry jokes. Milk it, work it. Do you understand? People will be laughing, laughing at my dry jokes. My witty remarks that are bringing in hundreds of thousands. Your own funny jokes, what has he brought you? <laughs> my place. My place. And a lot of insecurities, people not knowing their place. Or thinking someone else has taken your place from his place so John the Baptist city shaker table turner fire releaser water optimizer he seems like this is all God can do but Jesus is not intimidated because whatever expression of the kingdom I've already seen is only a taste of what's still possible some of you have John the Baptist in your fields and your industry don't become envious they are forerunners of the kingdom expression on the inside of you. And it must be from a place of honor, not from a place of competition, jealousy, where I commit to, I'm coming. You're not coming anywhere. You are following your master. And the Bible says the path of the just is like a shining light, shines brighter. Some people want to sit down. Branch out! Branch! You may be seated. Let me teach you a little bit. From his place. And what is it going to do? What's the branch going to do? He shall build the temple of the Lord. That's Jesus. Jesus is the branch. Tell me you're guessing this. Who's the temple of the Lord? You. His building you but the next verse is instructive now yes he shall build temple of the Lord he shall bear the glory what will he do somebody say fireborn religion sometimes just walk around your kitchen just walk around your house I'm walking but I'm seated on my throne I'm seated in my place of authority I'm in the field that God has appointed for me my domain is secure Christ has seen in my life the wisdom of, the, of divinity finds swift and speedy expression he shall sit and rule on his throne so he shall be a what? God introduced a different dimension of power. In the Old Testament, if you were a king, you were not a priest. If you were a priest, you were not a king. But God is gathering all things in one. So you are a priest, but you are seated on your... So I can give word of knowledge, but I can consult for organizations. 
will give my percentage, but I will still support charity. What's this nonsense of I don't give to church, I give to charity? What are you talking about? Nonsense. I'm a priest, but I'm a king. My charity given does not stop my kingdom given. I can preach, but I can design slides. I can lay hands on the sick, but I can still be human. I can laugh in the spirit, but I can laugh at a good joke. And holy unto the Lord. No, you are restricted. You are ignorant. Leave. Manifest the kingdom. What's wrong with you? Get a life. Give me, give me, give me. He that the Son sets free. Free. Free to pray. Free to worship. Free to give. Free to create. Free to dominate. Free to be who God called you. Stop wearing chains God input on you. Use religion to control you, control you, control you, control you. Then you'll be 65 and have regrets in your life. Do everything in your heart except the Holy Spirit says no. Or wise mentors and counselors say wait a little bit. Pray about it. Gather it together. Align it. So this is not about rebellion. This is about express the life of God. generation that thinks carrying offering basket is doing the work of God I could use any any department carrying camera carrying keyboard anything what we do here is very important very very important as a matter of fact the reason one of the reasons why it's very important is that charity be, begins at home so you will not be able to do sustainably better in your field than you do here. I, I gotta make you understand that. Don't deceive yourself. You'll be like, I don't work in church, but I'm doing well in business. You're not doing well. Whatever success you're getting there is counterfeit. The Bible says don't be deceived. God cannot be mocked. The passion with which you work here lays the benchmark for what you can do there. It's the way it works. It's like saying my heart is not working, but my lips are very active. You are dying by installments. And for maybe the reason your lips are is that your heart is not beating well. You are doing lip roll as if you are about to sing. You can't deceive it. Your problem, if you are not punctual here, you are already late in many things. It's, it's just the way God ordained it. Let me show you. You know we speak about righteousness and justice. In God's kingdom, you must have righteousness before you can do justice. Because justice without God's righteousness will be injustice. This is the reason I taught you earlier that it said of the increase of his government and of his peace it shall be no end. So all the kingdoms of the world, as they are growing bigger, the peace of the systems are growing leaner. Because peace is not something you do. Peace is a person you express. Jesus is the prince of peace. So without righteousness, you can't express peace. 
It's going to be pseudo peace. It's going to be temporary peace. It's going to be short-lived peace. So this is the reason, do all the angel work in the world, you cannot fix the heart of man. Only the one who created the heart can correct it. So NGOs are good, but they are secondary to local churches. So this is the reason, if you are not doing the work in the house with passion, you are falling behind in your work out there, no matter how great you think you're doing. I can tell you that one for free. Now see if I'll charge for the others. Was that Timmy Dyer? Robinson, even your smile is encouraging me. And the council of peace shall be between them both. The king and the priesthood was peace, shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken. This one-legged faith is not working. Look at Nigeria, it's not working. How can you claim they are 50-something or more than that? Think about 90 million Christians or something. Yes, by a name. 90 million Christians. How can they be in a system and there's so much boo-boo? Because you can have 90 million Christians but you have only few kingdom influencers. And if the kingdom is in a place, people will not be running away from that place. Anybody in the kingdom can never seek emigration. How can you leave the best place there is? Are you getting it? How can you leave the best place that there is the kingdom of God is the best place. Are you following this? By the way, you know, for me, I don't know about you guys. Some of you, you were born saved and all of that. You just really loved the Lord from an early age. You popped out with an iPad and you were reading Zechariah. Or Nahum, Nahum. Like very deep prophets. When the nurses were about to clean, Nahum, Nahum. That was like your response. So he had this good thing wired into your DNA. But me, I had some questions growing up. Like I didn't do the bad things many of you think you know you did. Actually, didn't think you did them. You did them. <laughs> but I didn't do many of the bad things. But I had questions in my head like eternity. How can eternity be forever? And then my grandfather, he bought me a book when I was nine, the age of nine. I can't remember that little book, but I remember the cover of the book was brown, was, had yellow. My grandfather, my maternal grandfather was a Baptist priest. And so he used to travel around, you know, the Southwest Convention, this one, and all of that. Just really loved us. So he bought me a book and I read it. I remember the major story. I think that was the story that made me stop reading the book. But the major story in the book, somebody was asked, how long is eternity? So the person describing eternity said, that, ah, imagine that there is a mountain of gold in one place, a big high mountain of gold that reaches to the heavens. I was nine when I read this book, so you can imagine how the story stuck in my head. Big mountain of gold. And imagine that once a year, once a year, a bird flies to the mountain of gold and just picks at it just once, once a year and flies away. Next year will come again, once a year. Say, so imagine how long it's going to take for that bird to wear down that mountain of gold. Wear it down. That person said, ah, that's a very long time. I can mind. said, that's like one second in eternity gone. 
See, my man, I'm thinking, what are we going to be doing? Because I'm already bored with this NCA. I know time seems very long to children. If you tell a child tomorrow, ah, uh, next 30 minutes, come, is it tomorrow yet? <laughs> My wife would tell Kami, we'll buy you that toy. Next, okay, well, I think we were talking about the birthday recently. So when we could in the house, we'd go like, this person's birthday is next. So daddy's birthday was a big deal. Dad, is he your birthday? Is he your birthday now? Is he your birthday now? Now the next birthday is coming. So like, when's your birthday? Um, that's when she, he asked, he said, what did he say? Is it next week or something? Is it five days? Or is it, say, is it four days? So we now said it's like 30 times four days, like four months from now. And I said, but that's going to take for a long time. That's too far. It just seems very long because you don't have enough activities and responsibilities to fill up the time. And the same thing happens with believers who are bored with their Christian work. Oh, nisheshe in the kingdom. That means that your hands are not busy with kingdom work. So you have enough time to be bored. My wife and I, we've been planning a vacation since her birthday. The money is there, but the time. Sansa, let me give you time. Oh, yeah, someone's like, give me the money, let me travel on your behalf. Just finding the time. <laughs> but this is the point. I used to be bothered. Eternity is so long. Such a long time. What are we going to be doing? But then something lit up in my spirit. This earth, is it perfect? This earth, is it bad? Are there many wicked people on this earth? Are there challenges on this earth? Are you ready to leave this earth now? So if as bad as the earth is... As imperfect as you know the earth is, you still don't want to leave the earth. I can assure you, heaven is so blissful and so glorious and so perfect that you will not even notice how much time has passed because the pleasures of God are infinite. And if you know the earth is bad and you still want to stay, what makes you think you'll be bored in heaven? See how ignorance robs us. And I said in the first service, when you think about heaven, what do you think about? I said white. Someone else said gold. Only two colors. Let me tell you, there are colors in heaven that your human eyes are not trained to interpret right now. There are notes of music that no human organ can express. Are you trying to find a chord that is like... When you see the angel, the angels in the music department of heaven roll their breath over there. You see floating pianos, keys, virtual keys, and chords that Beethoven will faint to try to replicate. I praise in heaven. Mozart says, Ah, Mo. He shall build the temple of God. He shall sit upon his throne. Somebody say it was prophesied king. Say his, his kingship was prophesied. I have eight points. I think I'll take just one more. Number two, he was born king. He was 
born king. Not only was his kingship prophesied, he was born king. And when we say was born king, he was not just born king as a spiritual king. He was in the lineage of David. Now, so somebody goes, how come he was not king on the throne? You see, there are many discussions around that. But one of the things was, Israel was already under colonization by the Romans. Are you seeing that now? So the people who had some kind of authority in, um, in Israel were the Herodians, Herod and his family, and the religious figures. Come on, somebody. And so they came against him because kingdoms fight against kingdoms Matthew chapter 1 verse 1 somebody wonders this genealogy this begat this and that begat that and that begat this and this begat that uh, uh, why on earth are you taking us through this well for us to really grasp it we see it in the first verse and we see it in the seventh, 17th verse what does it say in the first verse you remember this from Empire Stones and Sequence the book of the history of Jesus Christ. The son of who? Oh. We mentioned in the first service that if someone is the son of another person, the person is claiming equality with that person, true or true? What you're saying is, what my father is, that I am. What you're saying is, if my father is a king, who am I? So when it said, Jesus Christ, the who? What was David all about? Kingship. Kingship. And it said, the son of David and the son of Abraham. What was Abraham known for? Father of faith and nations, right? So this kingship is a kingship obtained by faith. Are you getting it? Why is he obtained my faith? Because we read in John chapter 18, my kingdom is not of this. What is my access code to the world beyond this world? Faith. Because I have not been there before, but there are tokens of my being that speak to the reality of that world. Why? Have you ever had what people call a deja vu before? Yeah. Where is that from? Something that has not happened, but you, your being is like this thing has happened before. Because you're interacting with worlds beyond this one. And there are portals that make it easier. Prayer is a portal that makes it easier. Worship is a portal that makes it easier. Let me tell you something. Prolonged isolation is an access point to the spirit world. Either for demons or for the spirit of God. So some of the big people, mayor, in your industry, the music industry, before they launch an album, they launch themselves into isolation. Yeah. And they interact with demonic spirits. That by the time they are cooking those sounds, you'll be hearing things that are not inside. Some of them is weed. Weed. 
Lele ou lele ou. When you are, when you have so much fire for your weed, why will you not be burning the things? It will burn. The son of David, the son of Abraham. In verse 17, he explains to so all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. From Abraham until the captivity in Babylon, 14 generations. And from captivity in Babylon until the Christ are 14 generations. And then he now speaks about how he was born. Let's go real quick to Luke chapter 130 to 33. Luke 130 to 33. Last Bible verse, I believe, I'll read. Then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found what? Favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a... What did I say earlier? That before you see kingdom, you're going to see what? Family. Before you see reign and royalty, you're going to see redemption. Because you cannot access this power except by birth. You can't bribe your way into this power. That's when Simon came and saw the great works of the apostles and said, give us this power. This is some money. He said, go burn with your money. Cursed are you with your money. Perish with your money. Because you don't buy this citizenship. Oh, yeah, Bala. Some of y'all didn't get it. Some of you want to buy red passports. Buy white passports. Don't let me mention so I don't give people ideas something else please buy all the passports you can buy legally with the right money because when you buy the right passport with stolen money you are still a prisoner in a new location they arrange paper for you but by arranging paper they disarrange your life every we see them in London see them run away from the tube station running because Mets is around, London Mets. And they're going to check particulars. <laughs> Show me your particulars. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and he will be called the son of the that highest. Do you think it's religious or political? How do you know it's political? What do you call the kings of your village? Your royal? Are they worshippers of Christianity? So it's a political office. He shall be called the, the heir, the son, the seon, the carrier of authority, the designate, the authority bearer of the highest. And the Lord God will give him what? It's about a throne. That's why when the enemy attacks you, he does not just attack you on the premise of a seat. He attacks you on the premise of your throne. Because the person who sits on the throne of your heart determines the governance of the systems of your life. What does Jesus, what does the devil tempt Jesus with? Bread, it defeats that. Temple defeats that. What's the next thing? Show me, he showed him all the kingdoms of the world. It's about thrones. 
So when you are lazing around and losing, lose, you know, just floating around, there's a throne waiting to be occupied. What's the next line? He will reign over the house of Jacob forever and ever. That's where many believers are. Hey, you have not, you have not called the house of Jacob to seek you in vain. That's where you are, house of Jacob. That's the gathering. Oh, Jacob and Israel, you are in Jacob mode. What's the next part? And of his kingdom. That is the... Have I shown you enough scriptures for you to get this right now? Will you read your Bible differently now? Do you understand us differently now? This is the reason master life is such a big deal. Because if you don't understand the basics of routine, regimentation, identity, you cannot govern any kingdom. You've heard that expression. It's a human canal expression. Uneasy lies the head. Appears the crown. Of course, our head is not uneasy. In fact, it said my yoke is easy. But the principle is you don't rule with laziness. That's the principle. You cannot rule with laziness. Take me home with some soft tunes. <laughs> Wife says, Jerry, now you go carry Pidam's go house today. And I say, home, I mean, let's. Of his kingdom, there will be no end. In Hebrews chapter 1, I don't want to read it, but you guys know it. Your throne, oh God. There's a throne of righteousness. The scepter of your kingdom is the right scepter. So your throne of God is established forever and ever. Your scepter is a scepter of righteousness. Toby, you are not just a protocol officer. You are a protocol person in the house. But you are more than that. So you don't just put order and organization in the house. You put order and organization to your finances to your heart, to your emotion. You rule as a king over your body. Tell your body that pawn you want to watch. I'm not watching. Shut up. King. is king over your private parts as well. People are not saying amen. When some of you know that you need to say that amen now to commit yourself amongst the believers so you not commit sin outside. I said it's king over your private parts. Jason, this is our work. This message, how many of you know that if you preach it to your family members, it's going to sound very, in fact, let's even be honest. Some of you said for the first time you heard, how many of you, it still sounds a little strange, not bad, but it just sounds new to you. Just wave your hands, just wave your, it just still sounds, yeah, yeah, let's be honest. New to you. Fatima is very old, you've been hearing it for years now. Yeah, maybe you preach next week. That's my like, me and Jeremiah, we've been rolling now. Like, well, that's why I have Jerry Curls. I've been rolling with Jeremiah. Now, <laughs> I heard that Jadis said Fatai rolling dollar. rolling. This is not the kind of message you hear once and understand it. I started studying this 2010 and I think it was which I, I said to some weeks ago okay in the during missionary map on Sunday on Wednesday we was just speaking so we had you know 
some discussions. And I sent 20, 2010, I think it was, no, 20, 2009 or 2008, but in 2008, 2009, I was at Unilag Lagoon Front. I was just praying, and some of you know Unilag Lagoon Front. I was just praying about the future and all. And God said, you will raise me a generation of kings. You raise me an army of kings. That was what it said. But I didn't understand. You know, just sound kings, kings, kings. I believe it was the following year, Pastor Paul says, talking about the kingdom. And the year after, I'd been reading Miles Moore's books from when I was about 13. It was about potential and purpose and potential and purpose at that time. But in 2010, I discovered his book series on the kingdom. And I began to study that. And God also began to show me a lot of personal revelations. And guess what? I think I've preached so messages like culture shapers and all of that were born out of my personal study of understanding this. And this is possibly the message that is looking. We spoke about kingship, rise of kingship, cult kingship, and all of that. But what I didn't do was I didn't start preaching it immediately. My life, my family. How many of you know my wife is a queen? Do you understand? It's not accidental because I was a king. I knew I couldn't marry anybody but a queen. Do you understand? You guys are not getting it. So it's not just my marriage that make, made her a queen. It's the fact that she couldn't have caught my attention except she was already queen, queen, queenly. There were many naked women, but only Bathsheba caught David's attention. Why? I'm not saying she's Bathsheba, she's not Bathsheba. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just trying to say that when you operate with a certain revelation, some things don't get your attention. <laughs> or if they get your attention, it's a temporary distraction. For balance, it could be a temporary distraction. But the reason it's so particular for me is I think that for many of you, this might be a missing link. And go with me on this journey. I'm going to need at least four weeks. At least four weeks. It might be six weeks, maybe eight. But it's to give you a solid enough foundation to begin to build your, your life has to be a kingdom life. Has to be. You want to see a change in your finances? Study the kingdom. Your health, study the, the kingdom has a healthcare system. The kingdom has a budgetary system. The, the king has a will. So your own will must die. A lot of the, a lot of the letters of Paul have to do with redemption. A lot of the letters. But a lot of the systems of Paul are not redemptive. They are kingdom. Structure, organization, eldership, leadership, planting churches, taking territories. That's kingdom. And if you were to look at Paul now and say, talk to me. I'm a believer. I'm established. I'm, I'm redeemed. He's going to start leading you in kingdom. So when he spoke to Timothy and he said, organize churches like this. Relates with people. That's kingdom. Family life is like this. Christ is the head. Structure, systems, organ. That's kingdom. That's kingdom. And for let me tell you how the kingdom is so important. Acts chapter 1, after Jesus was resurrected, verse 3, what was he telling them? And he began to explain to them things pertaining to the kingdom of God. I thought that after you come out of the grave, shouldn't you talk about how spectacular resurrection power is? Come on. Isn't that what you do? Like if you rose from the dead today, 
and your friends are like, give me juice, give me juice. Be like, ah, when they buried my body, the one I gave up the <laughs> Thor, you give them a Thor of heaven. Thor. But see what he was doing for 40 days. 40 days, what was he doing? Speaking of the things to the kingdom of God. To the kingdom of God. To the kingdom of God. What? He was not talking about the blood. If he spoke about the blood, he spoke about why the blood was necessary for the kingdom of God. Kuga, you're like, wow, I get it now. I get it now. That look, I know that look. That's, I get it now. Some people still have not gone, but don't worry, we'll pray for you. We'll intercede. We'll pray. We'll press it in. Glory to the Most High. Let's celebrate the King of Kings. Now, when we call him King of Kings, you can understand it better. We'll continue next week, Sunday. I have six more points or so, about five or so. Some of the glorified God, Matakud Valia Savoras. Boshula Bala Prada Batakas. Ele Bando Kuparakavizas. E blows a brata sakava, sila potoya, endobo shakamala. What does it say? For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. For thine is the kingdom. We are partners, we are partakers. You have considered us worthy, worthy. Barata tabaska, labos katava shila brada kata, ezobra kopali atuvrazi badaga. He has begotten us. He has saved us. He has redeemed us to be partakers of fellowship in the light. Zobratos palakata vrezopalia. Somebody give God praise that is king over your life. You reign over my life. You reign in righteousness. You reign in justice. You reign in righteousness. You reign in justice. Thank you, Father. Glorify you, Lord. Now proclaim God's revelation knowledge increases in your life. Ask the Lord to blow this up in your mind. Blow this up in your thinking. Blow this up. Blow this up. Blow this up in my mind and my thinking. Randomly, I call my sons and I tell them, do you know you're a king? Do you know you're a prince? Ask the Lord to do that for you. This week, manifest, show up, show up. Thank you, Father, in my life. Now proclaim that this series will take us further. That kings indeed rise, kings indeed rise, kings indeed rise. Shopalata kavaza, brasota prosabolia, tubrahatas. We rise across the sectors. We rise across the platforms. We rise across territories. We rise across people, groups, industries, systems, networks, nations. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, we rise as kings. We are grateful for your revelation knowledge. Thank you for the tutorial ministry of the Holy Spirit.
for the unwrapping and the unfolding of revelation. Thank you that we grow in grace, that we thrive in the truth. Thank you that we manifest this truths not only as words that we speak and quote, but as lives that we live. As Jesus said, for this cause was I born. I am a king and for this cause was I born. And for this cause that I come into the world to be a witness of this truth. Let our lives be a witness to the truth of royalty, to the truth of the kingdom life, to the truth of what we're called to do. And Father, we thank you because we will not do this in our own power. We will not do it in our own might. We do it by the sovereign intelligence of your spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we're prayed. Come on, somebody, can you just celebrate the King? He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Look at somebody say, Hello, King. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.